And now, Maureen's Health Headline. Daniela Steinfeld is a New York-based, award-winning actress, activist, and filmmaker born and raised in Serbia. Daniela is the creator of Hold Me Right, a feature documentary about the traumatic aftermath and healing for victims and perpetrators of sexual violence, which also tells the story of her own traumatic experience. She's on a mission to create tools that can empower survivors and educate the public to break the profound damage of silence and help survivors find a path forward. Much like Hold Me Right, The Way Out Game was created out of her pain, expertise, and passion. And she joins me on the line from the great state of New York, or the great city of New York, right now. Good evening, Daniela. Good evening, Maureen. Thank you for having me on the program. Oh, it's so nice uh, for you to join the program. It's um, pretty late where you are, 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) So I really appreciate you coming on live. That's awesome. That's okay. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm still fully awake. New York. New Yorkers never sleep. Basically, this is true. It's. It is the city that never sleeps. I love New York City. By the way, it, it is my all-time favorite city. I, I do some work in New York, so um, yeah, it's just fabulous. Anyway, um, thank you so much for joining the program and and coming on live underscores the passion that you have about this subject. And, and you're so right. Um, we need to break the profound damage of silence because, you know, people remain silent and that doesn't help. I I was just curious if you wanted to share, you know, a part or some of your own traumatic experience. Yeah. So um, I was born and raised in Serbia and uh, I had a beautiful uh, acting career. And uh, in the height of my career, I had a terrible misfortune of being held captive and raped by a colleague of mine that I worked with, who happens to be a powerful politician. And uh, I fled my country and I left uh, everything I had. And I left in silence without explaining to anybody why I'm leaving. And I found my... uh, my shelter and safety and healing in uh, New York and uh, just new made friends. And the healing process was, was definitely long. I suffered from uh, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and uh, unconditional support that I got from, uh, from a close friend gave me an idea what does, um, what does us as a, as a bystander and support um, can, could do to heal survivors. So then I was thinking, like, if, if I got this kind of um, healing um, from support from my friends, I should do something so others, others could, um, could have this message, this important message, and, and, and basically um, uh, way out from, from their trauma. So I decided to make a feature documentary about healing after trauma, and I interviewed perpetrators and victims. And um, in in that in the process of, of um, making of the film, I had an idea about a video game that can uh, be very suitable for young boys to play or young men. Um, mm-hmm. and that's, that's Before we get too issue. far down the path here, I just had, I had a few questions for you. Um, in terms of, you know, can people ever heal from sexual violence? And I'm terribly sorry for what happened to you. Uh, it, it's absolutely horrific. Is, is this a journey um, that people are on? Uh, so many people struggle so much 
after they have been sexually violated, after they've been raped, after they've been the victim of uh, this type of violence. Um, you know, is it something that it's a process? Is it, did you overcome it? And, and was that through the help of your friends? Thank you for asking me that. Um, ultimately, speaking was my healing. And uh, working on the film uh, where I took in a last, a last part of working on a film, I took courage to share my story. I was really afraid to speak up. Um, and um, I think that healing is, is, a, is a very, very complex um, it's a, it's a very very complex process, uh, and it's not not the same for for all of us. Actually, it's it's quite different. Um, uh-huh. But for the for the interviewing many many survivors of, of horrendous uh, 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 crimes that they suffered through, they were victimized. Um, I've learned that uh, speaking is healing. However, uh, uh-huh. it's not it's not so easy to to. Uh, tell a survivor to speak up. It comes with a lot of con- consequences and, and um, retaliation very often, and it can it can uh, backfire, and that can be like a, what, what uh, experts call secondary victimization. It can be sometimes much right. worse than than the original crime. But can survivors actually? Um, they don't have to speak out publicly. But I often say, you know, what to my clients, my patients, you know, when you when you cry, you release the pain, and when you when you share your story, even with a trusted person, or I mean, one time there was somebody in my clinical practice. They were not going to tell anybody. They just couldn't. And I suggested they, you know, sit in the bathroom and tell the wall. Is it helpful to release that story? Does it help to release some of the pain? I think it. I think it is. I think as, as I think that we should share as much as we feel comfortable uh, and as much as we feel safe. Um, and I think yes. I think the the sharing the story uh, places us in owning the narrative uh, and and have, and this is our story. When we are silent, the the the, the story goes that this never happened. And the story goes is that that kind of the, the the right is on perpetrator to be doing this. We are kind of covering their crime in a way. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, and it is a crime. I like that you use that word because it's a crime. It's a, it's a horrific crime. It's it's a horrific mm-hmm. crime with the, the long lasting consequences on a person and on on a family on communities. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's very often the, the one one night of uh, sexual violence can can uh, uh, have a long lasting consequences. And to oh, answer your question, found. yes. So I I am very very fortunate to have found safety and kind of also mental structure for myself and therapy uh, to heal. Uh, so what I, were some I of the symptoms healed, that you from, what were some of what were some of the symptoms that you experienced? Afterward, the physical and emotional yeah. and mental symptoms. Um, so it started. So uh, right after this has happened, um, I've, I was not able to sleep. Um, then, once I realized that, like, kind of from the initial shock, I started to have a, a sense of euphoria, which is also a very common thing to misunderstand survivors. Uh, and it's a, pro- I would assume. 
I'm not an expert, but it's a probably innate sense of 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 our um, our body that like we survived. Right. Um, and uh, and then it then it went on uh, later on after I, I I was not able to sleep. I was. Um, wanted to drink. I never was a drinker, not before, not mm-hmm. after. I had like a month that I was drink. I didn't even feel drunk. Um, I was blaming myself. I was very, very scared. And uh, when I uh, came to the United States, basically kind of thinking that all of that is over. Nobody knows. Um, I can get over it. I don't have to, I don't have to deal with any of this. Um, I started having panic attacks. Um, and they they were so so strong that eventually I did Google uh, anonymous hotline and shared a story um, with with anonymous person who was very um, empathetic and um, and started my healing process through through counseling. Um, it was a really really I don't I mean I can cannot explain uh, I cannot recognize myself from back then and all my friends cannot recognize me. Mm-hmm. I was de- definitely uh, riddled with, uh, with PTSD. It was very hard for me to, couldn't meet, I couldn't meet new people. Um, if I was going to a subway, any, any kind of a strong audio stimuli would let from the train would, would scare me. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't go on a plane. I couldn't fly. That's kind of, that also kind of those uh, turbulences made my body lose control uh and i had panic attacks um and i had but I suffered from insomnia that eventually was so bad that then i had a heart issues so it oh. was it was pretty pretty difficult um and uh, what what helped the most actually is i just didn't know how i can be a functional person i was eventually suicidal because i just i just didn't know how to deal as a foreigner with no access to kind of a resources when I wasn't able to work. I, w- I just didn't know how to continue. And right. knowing that I had a safe haven of friends that kind of told me basically, no matter how you show up, no matter how long does it last, you can be safe with us. And we, we kind of, they, they offered me to live in their house. I was, I was in a pretty, pretty bad shape. And that that gave me that 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 was my uh, that was my remedy. My guest is Daniela Steinfeld. She is the creator of Hold Me Right, a feature documentary about the traumatic aftermath and healing for victims and perpetrators of sexual violence, which also tells the story of her own traumatic experience. She's also the creator of The Way Out, a game that has been created out of her pain, expertise, and passion. Daniela, I'm sure people's ears perked up when they heard that the um, the feature documentary, Hold Me Right, is healing for not just victims, but for perpetrators. I know you interviewed perpetrators for that feature documentary. What did you learn? Uh, I've learned lots of things. Uh, I've learned the deep level of ignorance and uh, indifference to the consequences of, of the actions that they've, and the crimes that they've committed. Um, I've, um, I've also, I've learned, oh, I've interviewed many perpetrators from, from, from people that, that, uh, just don't want to con- kind of, uh, uh, don't want to admit that, that they committed a crime. 
even though they were incarcerated, um, to young um, drunk men who um, had unconsensual sex uh, at the age of 18 and was incarcerated for that. And he was very, very confused about um, what is happening and what are the, the human rules of conduct and boundaries and consent. And he was, he was confused about it even during our interview. And um, I've approached them with uh, compassion. I uh, don't know how I found it. I guess maybe it was just my, uh, my uh, inquisitory uh, document, documentary filmmaker in me that knew that I have to do that. But um, they they definitely opened up, and I was very surprised that that the things that they share with me that that this is even being recorded. Um, so it sounds so, like it was a lot of denial and ignorance on the part of these criminals, these rapists. Yes, yes, and so that's a that's a, a kind of ignorance comes from. Um, we all live in a actually in a in a rape culture that um, we're all born into. Uh, very often we just don't know it, and uh, the kind of uh, signal from from mainstream culture from our, our values came for men to understand that that uh, women's bodies, children's bodies, they don't the, the will on on our bodies don't really belong to us. Uh, and they picked up on those signals and, and they acted upon them. Mm-hmm. Now, you've also created something called The Way Out. It's a game. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, The so Way Out game is, uh, is a kind of in an early stage of development. Uh, this, this also kind of came of, of uh, my kind of curiosity of like, can we uh, prevent sexual violence from happening? Can we actually uh, eradicate rape culture from from uh, our values as a society? And then I was thinking that uh, how to address that, and the way out the game came to um, ca- came out as an idea to uh, put put in a in an interactive storytelling, role playing storytelling. Uh, the player is uh, supporting and guiding somebody that has gone through sexual harassment. And by putting themselves in the shoes of an active bystander, they hopefully will unlearn the, the toxic biases when it comes to um, how, how to best to support somebody that is going through this, how for us to find words um, that are supportive and how not to ask questions that imply responsibility onto, onto a survivor. Daniela, I, I could go on and on and talk to you, but we're up against the clock. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but thank you so much for your incredible work. We'll definitely get you back on the show um, to talk a little bit more about your video game, The Way Out, and, and best of luck with Hold Me Right. Really appreciate your coming on the program. Thank you so much.